Step into the hidden corridors of the past with Hometown History, where every episode uncovers the untold stories and secrets nestled in the streets and alleys of our own backyards. We bring history to life, revealing the extraordinary in the ordinary, from local legends to forgotten tales that shape the communities we know today. Tune into Hometown History and embark on a journey through time, right from where you are. Hey, it's Elise and Nate from Unspookable. For the next two months, Unspookable is conducting a listener survey to help us get to know you, your interests, and what you think of the show. Please support the podcast by taking our short questionnaire at www.surveymonkey.com slash r slash unspookable. It only takes a few minutes, and your feedback will help us improve the show and help us find new sponsors and partners who interest you and your family. Plus, as our way of saying thank you, you will be entered to win a $500 Amazon gift card. Again, that's www.surveymonkey.com slash r slash unspookable, or click on the link in our show notes. Thank you. And now, back to the show. Soundington Media! It's midnight. You're in the back seat of the car the road twisting and turning in front of you into the darkness, with only the headlights shining against the pavement to show the way. It's been a long day of driving, into a long night. Everyone is tired, but the driver's awake, chugging energy drinks and keeping their eyes on the road. You'll switch drivers soon, and when you arrive early in the morning, all your friends will be waiting for you, and it will all be worth it. Just have to get through a few more hours. You yawn, ready to put your earbuds in again and try to get comfy against the window for just a few minutes of sleep. You're dozing off when it hits you, like a zap to the brain, like a lightning strike. You know what you need to do. Slow down, you say, trying not to sound panicked. I'm going like five miles under the speed limit. Don't backseat drive. Seriously. Please just do it. Something about your voice convinces your friend, who slows down, putting the hazard lights on and taking the curve at almost a snail's pace. As the car rounds the curve, the beams catch it. A huge deer in the middle of the road, just staring back at you with an almost eerie expression. The car inches towards it with plenty of time, and the animal bounds away into the woods. The car is silent until your friend in the passenger seat takes a gulp and says, How did you know? I saw it, you say shakily. I saw it all. I'm Elise Parisian, and we are going to talk about all kinds of psychic abilities, from premonitions and prophecies to telekinetic and teleportation powers, on today's episode of Unspookable. I think when you say psychic, you're talking about mental powers. To me, the word psychic means connected to the soul or mind and unnatural phenomenons. Psychic abilities that I've heard of are like being able to move things with your mind and like reading other people's mind. 
and telling the future. Some different psychic abilities would be telling the future, reading people's minds, seeing certain people's futures, and just being able to do stuff with your mind, like move objects. When I say the word psychic, what do you imagine? A fortune teller in a dimly lit tent? A mind reader using their powers to cause chaos? A superhero in a big-budget movie who can bend the laws of space and time? It turns out the word can have to do with all of that and more. Psychic comes from ancient Greek and Latin origins, including the word psyche, meaning having to do with the human mind, not just the literal brain, but the essence of our unconscious as well. Many scholars think that the word derives from something closer to how we stand the English word soul today. Though we may think of a psychic as someone who can tell your fortune, the word psychic itself can mean anything related to the human mind, especially the mysterious parts of it that delve into the supernatural. When it comes to psychic abilities, one major category is the ability to perceive what hasn't yet happened. This could occur through a few different means. Prophets are people who get visions of the future through a supernatural entity. There are examples of prophecy in almost all known religions, where a divine being communicates a vision of the future or a warning about what might come to pass to a believer. Many faiths assert that important figures, such as Muhammad in Islam or Jesus Christ in Christianity, were prophets. There have also been many historical examples of people who claim to predict the future, who then become known as prophets. Nostradamus was a 16th century French healer, seer, and some believe a cultist, who wrote over 6,000 predictions in the form of short poetic texts called quatrains in his book, Prophecies. The quatrains predict everything from natural disasters to wars, to the rise of powerful political figures, often in terms that allow for many interpretations. For example, the line, within two cities, there will be scourges the like of which we have never seen, has been attributed to predicting the nuclear bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II. Despite the mixed reaction to the prophecies, with some saying that Nostradamus was dealing with the devil to make these predictions, some still saw him as a healer, Queen Catherine of France invited him to Paris in 1556 to serve as a doctor to the prince and give his predictions on the actions of the royal family. Where prophets are often thought to gain insight through a divine being, a clairvoyant is someone who has what is sometimes called a sixth sense, or extrasensory perception, to tell the future, or even offer answers to questions about current events. The word clairvoyant comes from the French words meaning clear and sight. Clairvoyants are often associated with a sixth sense because they're thought to be able to use some mental ability beyond the physical senses of sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch to reveal information about people, objects, locations, or any number of questions a seeker might ask. Where clairvoyants use extrasensory perception, or ESP, a diviner, Someone who practices divination would use a standardized ritual, often with special objects, to come to answers about certain questions. Many would say that reading palms, tea leaves, or tarot cards are types of divination. 
Putting aside the method of how people might gain knowledge of the future, is there any truth to the idea that some people might have this psychic ability? Many would argue that Nostradamus's predictions could be interpreted in many ways, and that any who assigns specific meaning to them are simply making an interpretation that supports their claim, also known as confirmation bias, without any way to prove what he actually meant by most of the language in his prophecies. Perhaps his texts are open to many readings, but what about the more everyday types of premonitions? The feeling that something bad is going to happen, immediately followed by getting bad news. Sensing that you should check on a friend or a family member, and then finding out that they were in need of help. Or even positive predictions, like waking up from a good dream to find out that something you hoped for is finally happening. Is there any way to understand how these things are connected? Though they are heavily scrutinized, there are some scientists who think that quantum physics is on the verge of being able to explain some of these connections. One idea, called quantum entanglement, describes how two spatially separated particles influence each other, even over large distances. Some theorists believe entanglement could be responsible for what feels like premonition, or receiving information that you could not possibly know any other way, before anyone has told you. This phenomenon was nicknamed spooky action at a distance by Albert Einstein. And though it has been proven and observed at subatomic levels in laboratory settings, many are skeptical that it could ever be understood on a human level. We talk a lot on Unspookable about how the human brain is wired to make patterns and connections out of randomness and chance. It may just be that a feeling that is then followed by an event becomes connected in our brains as we try to make meaning out of the world. After all, with billions of people in the world having billions of sensations and thoughts at any given time, isn't it likely that some of those could come true in one way or another? It's possible that in reflecting back, we make connections that we might not have if things had turned out differently. A bad feeling could have been dismissed as waking up on the wrong side of the bed. But once something bad does happen, we may read it as prediction rather than chance. Many of us have had a sense of premonition before, even in the broadest sense. But what about psychic abilities that go beyond what is contained inside our brains? What about when the brain can exert control over people or objects? We'll delve into telekinetic powers when we return. I think that it is possible for people to have psychic abilities because there are people like mediums who can see and communicate with ghosts. And so I don't see why something that just plays into the mind a little bit more wouldn't be possible. For the moment, I don't believe that people can have psychic abilities, but when I see it, I'll believe it. I can think of a lot of like superheroes who have psychic abilities, but when I think of like just psychic abilities and not any other powers, I think about Eleven from Stranger Things. Characters I think of from fiction that have to do with psychic ability would be probably just like Stranger Things and Eleven and stuff, mainly because that's the only thing I really watch with that. And when I generally think about it, 
I think of like superheroes and like I said, Eleven from Stranger Things, just because like I don't play too much into that. But I also think a lot about people who do tarot card readings and just general like palm readings and stuff because it all kind of plays together. If you could control anything in the world using just your mind, what would you choose? The ability to move water or fire with your mind, also known as hydro and pyrokinesis? What about ergokinesis? Control over energies like electricity, atmokinesis, the power to manipulate the weather, or even phytokinesis, influence over plants. All of these more specific categories fall under the wider category of telekinesis. The word telekinesis comes from the Greek word tele, meaning far off, and kinesis, meaning movement. Telekinesis can be described as the psychic ability to influence a physical system without physical interaction, or put more plainly, the ability to move things with your mind. The possibility of this phenomenon has long fascinated audiences, at magic shows especially, leading performers to create some of the most well-known magic tricks on the premise of telekinesis. One common telekinetic ability claimed by many magicians is spoon bending, where it appears that the performer can bend a spoon or other metal cutlery while exerting no visible force. Popularized in the 1970s by self-proclaimed psychic and magician Yuri Geller, Spoon bending can use a number of different techniques to convince viewers, such as misdirection or using pre-weakened metal. In 1978, the McDonnell Laboratory for Psychical Research at Washington University in St. Louis began conducting experiments they named Project Alpha to investigate paranormal phenomena. Scientists there believe that two teenage male subjects had demonstrated telekinesis phenomena including metal bending and causing images to appear on film under laboratory conditions. Magician and phenomena investigator James Randi eventually revealed that the subjects were two of his associates, magicians Steve Shaw and Michael Edwards. They had created the effects by standard magician tricks of the trade, but the researchers, being unfamiliar with magic techniques, interpreted them as potential proof of telekinesis. But the potential for proof of telekinesis continued to fuel many U.S. government-funded research projects, some of which hoped to harness the ability into weapons of war, or defense against enemy weapons. Then, in 1988, a panel commissioned by the U.S. National Research Council concluded that, despite a 130-year record of scientific research on such matters, our committee could find no scientific justification for the existence of phenomena such as extrasensory perception, mental telepathy, or mind-over-matter exercises. Evaluation of a large body of the best available evidence simply does not support the contention that these phenomena exist. Many scientists cite the violation of the most basic laws of physics, like the conservation of momentum and the second law of thermodynamics, proven phenomena about how objects move and how heat is transferred as reasons why kinetic abilities cannot possibly exist. But nevertheless, our fascination with them persists. So many of our most beloved characters in popular culture, 
from superheroes to wizards, witches, and other practitioners of magic, interact with telekinetic powers in some way. It is often the very ability to change things without having to manipulate them according to the laws of physics that we humans feel bound by that makes these characters compelling in the first place. Characters like Eleven, Jean Grey, or Doctor Strange are enchanting because they are almost like us, but have harnessed mental faculties that we, normal humans, haven't been able to grasp. Whether by accident, by rigorous study, or the luck of birth, many characters with psychic abilities suggest to us that if we were just able to unlock something in our minds, maybe we, too, could know these powers. Perhaps it is partially the idea that we as humans are only harnessing a small fraction of our brain's potential that leads us to believe that we could one day wake up with mental powers, or that it's possible that people already walk among us who have these powers. While the human mind is complicated, both as a physical entity and as a concept, we have no reason to believe that we have untapped potential for psychic abilities, just waiting to reveal itself. Of course, that is exactly what we would think, if we can't yet know what we don't know. Maybe our psychic abilities are just waiting to wake up, to tell the future, to move mountains. After all, if you had told people 1,000 years ago that it would one day be possible to fly in an airplane, they wouldn't have believed it either. Are there ways around what we perceive as the laws of physics that will reveal themselves to us? We can only wait and find out. Thanks for listening to Unspookable. I'm your host, Elise Parisian. This episode was written by Eleanor Riley Condit, produced and edited by Nate Dufort. Our theme song and additional music composed by Jesse Case. Our logo was created by Natalie Kewen. Special thanks this week to our guests Blythe and Bella. If you enjoy the show, make sure to tell your friends. You can leave us a rating and review in your podcast player of choice, or share an episode on social media. Speaking of social media, you can find Unspookable on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us for a peek behind the scenes and for updates on the show. Unspookable is a production of Soundsington Media, committed to making quality programming for young audiences and the young at heart. For more information on our shows and the people behind them, go to www.soundsingtonmedia.com. Let Mysteries at Midnight be your destination for detective whodunits and captivating mystery stories. You'll hear classic stories like Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie's Poirot, and short tales from H.G. Wells, Charles Dickens, Edgar Allan Poe, and others. I'm Christopher, and I read these classic stories in the soothing style of a bedtime story, so you can listen to them in bed when you drift off to sleep. Search for Mysteries at Midnight on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite podcast app, and follow and subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes.